Good morning and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita and today is Friday, TGIF, September the 18th, 2020. As always, I give thanks to God for you, for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of your loved ones, all of whom are connected to you directly and are indirectly. It is indeed an honor, a privilege, and a blessing to see another day as well as to pray with you and for you on today. Um, As you all know, it's Friday, so on Friday we do things a little bit differently. And on today, in in my personal time, and then it it was confirmed through another prayer call I was on and listening to, um, as we get ready to enter into the the 10 days of all, which will lead us into the day of atonement, which is considered the most holiest day of the year. So as I talk about the sign of the times, I'm really talking about this season in our lives that align to the Jewish calendar. Um, So this weekend, our brothers and sisters in Israel and, and Jew, Jewish people all over the world will be celebrating Rosh Hashanah, which is the Jewish New Year, 5781. 5781 is the, is the year for our Jewish brothers and sisters as they enter in. It starts tonight and it will go into Sunday. Once that ends, we enter into the 10 days of repentance are the 10 days of awe all the way up until Yom Kippur, which I believe is Yom Kippur. I'm sorry, Yom Kippur, which I believe is September the 29th or 30th. I'll have to let you all know for sure. But once I receive this revelation, and I encourage you to do, do your own research, study to show yourself approved. I'm just someone that you've, you've never met before telling you these things, but study to show yourself uh, approved. Seek the, seek the word of God. Google's a wonderful thing and find out about this season that we're in according to the, to the Jewish calendar. And today in my prayer time, you know, on Fridays, we do things differently. And in my prayer time, and I was praying, I heard forgiveness and repentance, forgiveness and repentance, because they really go together, right? Forgiveness Forgiving others, you know, is is sets you free and then repenting, asking for forgiveness. And so as I was meditating on that more and more, uh, the Holy Spirit gave me the analogy of the the three types of forgiveness. And the analogy dealt with riding a bike. So when you when you're riding a bike on your own and you fall. I'm just using it as an example. And you fall. You either forgive yourself for it or you don't. And what I mean by that, you may be you may be hurt, have a wound, scratched up knee, arm, whatever. But you either get right back on the bike and you ride it again. Or for some people, it's traumatized them to the point where they refuse to get on another bicycle. They'll never ride again. Because they have not truly, they can say, no, I'm good. I don't need to ride a bike. I'm fine. But they have not truly forgiven themselves or forgiven what has happened to them. So they refuse to try again. That's one type of forgiveness. The other type of forgiveness is when someone unintentionally hurts you. Again, the bike analogy. You're learning how to ride a bike. 
your parents are teaching you how to ride the bike and something happens where you fall off that bike. You fall off that bike. Maybe they're not paying attention. Maybe they trip over something, but something happens where you fall off that bike and you've got that wound again on the knee, on the arm, you're crying, you're hurt. And that parent is right there saying, I am so sorry. I don't know what happened. Right. But you have to you have to forgive. You have to forgive that parent. Right. It was unintentional. They didn't mean to drop you or to allow you to fall. It just happened. And sometimes, you know, there are things in our in our life that just happen. That person wasn't intentionally trying to hurt us. Um it was just one of those things that just happened. In some cases, that person may have even been trying to help us. That was their intent, but the impact was that it hurt. So that, that's the second way of looking at forgiveness. And the third way of looking at forgiveness, and again, this is all this morning. I've probably been up since like four o'clock, four o'clock a.m. And, and then the other type of forgiveness is when you're on that bike and someone does intentionally push you down. You know, the, I don't know if you ever grew up where there was any type of bullies in the neighborhood. And of course, this is when kids were actually out there riding their bikes. But somebody does intentionally come and push you down off of your bike. They meant it. They looked you de- dead in your face. They saw that you were on your bike and they came and they intentionally knocked you off your bike. They meant to hurt you. They wanted to see you cry. They wanted to see that scab on your your knee, your knee bleeding or your elbow bleeding. Yeah, it was intentional for whatever reason. They know they did it on purpose and you know they did it on purpose. So how do you forgive? How do you move past that? And so as I was just thinking about all of the, you know, so there's the forgiveness of self right? There's the forgiveness of people who unintentionally hurt us. And then there's the forgiveness of people who intentionally hurt us. And so I just was thinking about that and I said, okay, okay, okay. And then the flip side of that is, what if we've been that person? What if we've been that person who has not forgiven ourselves for whatever reason? Maybe it was something that we said to someone, something that we did to someone. And even though we've moved forward, we've moved on in our lives and we're living day to day, we have not truly forgiven ourselves. And then what if we've been that person who has unintentionally hurt someone? Unintentionally, we know they're hurting We see that they're hurting and maybe we have asked for forgiveness, but maybe we haven't, even though it was unintentional. Maybe we don't even know how to ask for forgiveness, right? So we're we're, we're carrying that, that we know we hurt someone, but but we've we've not asked for forgiveness because for some of us, pride has set into the point where they know I didn't mean to hurt them or or. They know I didn't do it on purpose. I was just trying to help them. I was just trying to hold up the bike so they could ride it. It wasn't my fault that that I tripped. 
You know, it was an accident. They need to get over it, right? Some of us have that attitude. Or we may know people who have that attitude. And then what if we were the person who was the bully? What if we were the person who saw someone? Maybe they had said something to us that we didn't like. Maybe they did something to us that we didn't like. And we were waiting. And we've been waiting for a long time. And we purposed in our hearts, we purposed in our hearts that the next time we saw them grinning, having a good old time, we were going to knock them off that bike. We were going to do what, do to them what they did to us. And maybe they didn't do to us in the same way, but because they hurt us, we were going to see to it with everything in us. That we hurt them. And so we intentionally knock them off their bike. And when they get up screaming and crying and we see the blood running down, it just delights us in our heart. Help us, God. It just delights us in our heart. And so there's there's always two sides of the coin, right? And sometimes we, we think that when we're the person that's on the bike and all of that happens to us, then it's, it's woe unto us. How evil people, how evil everyone is, how evil people are, right? But then when we become the person unintentionally or intentionally, it's justifiable, Sometimes we find a way to justify our sin. We find a way to justify being mean to people. We find a way to justify talking about them and being disrespectful to them. And so one of the things that God wants us to do on this week, and I'm going to give you the scripture that I want you to meditate on. And then I want you to come Monday with your list. And I've never done this before. And after getting on the prayer call that I heard today, I know it's God. And so I feel I feel confident in moving forward in doing this, not only for myself, but for for prayers for your day. People, for those who want to participate, you don't have to participate. But for the for the next 10 days, we are going strictly based on the how, how the Holy Spirit leads during the 10 days of repentance. I don't have it all together, y'all. I really don't. I try. I, I can see where God has um, helped me. I can see where like, yes, I've passed some tests, <laughs> you know, and then I can see like, oh, I failed that. I, I should have been quiet, you know. So again, when we are tested, what does the Bible say? Job said that, that, that when I am tested, I'm coming forth as pure gold. We have to purpose in our heart to do what thus says the Lord. I don't, we have to get to a place where we don't care anymore about what people think. Does it line up with the word? What is God saying? I know what your mama may be saying. I know what your daddy may be saying. I know what your best friend may be saying. I even know what your pastor might be saying. But what does God say about it? Because at the end of the day, 
That's the only one that we have to stand in front of. He's the only one that when we take our last breath, when that book is written, when that book is opened up, that is written according to each one of our lives, and there's a record of the good deeds and the bad deeds and all of that stuff, the only thing is going to be, what did God say? You know how your mother used to say, but what did I say? Well, someone, but she would say, but what did I say? That's what God, God is saying in this season. What, what am I saying? What did I say in my word? What did I say? Not what the doctor's report says. Not what the court says. Remember, everything that is good is not always profitable. Everything that is lawful does not always edify. So God is saying, but what did I say? But God, you know, they put they put this law in the land that meant that I would be free to do this. But what did I say? So the scripture that I want us to meditate on and that I'll tell you about your list is Psalm 139 verses 23 and 24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me. And know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. Through the next 10 days, we are asking God to search our hearts. And if there's any unforgiveness. If there's any places that we need to repent. We're going to do that. So on this weekend, I want you to get a piece of paper, um, type it in your phone. I want you to write down, again, when we think about the bicycle analogy, write down all the places in which you have not forgiven yourself. Think of everything in this last year. And if you need to go back further, if you've never done this before, I've done this before. And I'm going to do it again because guess what? Every year I got some things that I haven't forgiven myself for. And sometimes day by day, write down everything that you believe in your personal prayer time. Pray and ask God to search your heart. Take your piece of paper with you into your prayer closet, into your prayer room. Or sometimes depending on how God speaks to you, you could be anywhere, but wherever you are, ask God, search my heart, God, where are there places that I have not forgiven myself? And I guarantee you, because God wants us to be free, (laughs) he'll let you know. Ask God, God, who are the people that I need to forgive? That's one side. One side is all about you. Who are the people that I, I need to forgive? Who have harmed me unintentionally or intentionally. Write their names down and write what they did. I mean, and if you're scared about, uh, not scared, but if you're worried, if you got kids and you might think they meddle because my girls meddle, um, then, then put it some way privately. I'm, I'm telling you this because I've, I've done this before. Write down everything that for the people that have done you wrong. And I'm going to do it again. Write down what they did to you intentionally or unintentionally. Then on the other side of the list, write down people that you've hurt, that you need to 
ask for forgiveness for. Because you've hurt some people. I've hurt some people. I've hurt some people. We all have hurt people. That's what I'm saying. The coin, the coin flips both ways. We've been hurt and we've hurt some people. And some of that we've carried it. We've carried it all year. And, and sometimes we've carried it since we came into this world or we've carried it through childhood. So if you've got to go way back, go way back. This is personal. This is about deliverance. This is about forgiveness and repentance because we've got to we've got to ask God to forgive us for the things that we've done. And then we've got to ask sometimes go to those people during the, the 10 days of our the 10 days of repentance. Um, it is encouraged that you go to the people whom you have hurt. And I remember, and I'm just take a few more minutes, going to the people who I knew I had hurt and asking for forgiveness. Even though since that time they had hurt me, you know, but God had laid it up in my heart. It doesn't, I, I, I'll take care of that. You have to take responsibility, Danita, for where you have caused hurt. You have to own it. And I will tell you what finally set me free is when I could own what was mine to own. But you have to own it. You can't make excuses. You know, we're talking about repentance. We're talking about sin. You can't make excuses. For the things that you've done, you can't if you knew better. And that's the key. Did you know better? There is an age of accountability. Are you of that age? Did you know better? And if you knew better and you did it intentionally or unintentionally. Then you should ask God for repentance. And you should pray about going to that person and asking them to forgive. And the reason why I said you should go to that person and pray about it, because some people where they are, they won't be able to forgive you. And then that's when you have to just trust God that that he will restore the relationship if it is to be restored. Or that he will he will make amends between you and that person or that family or whatever. Some people will not forgive you no matter what you do. Because they've allowed bitterness to take root in their heart. And they can't get past it. And some things are hard to get past. Sometimes I look at people and they've been through some things and I wonder how, how they can even say they forgive. And it didn't even happen to me. So I get it. And here I am talking about bringing a list. So I get it. But one thing I know for sure is that God wants it all. He wants it all. And I don't want to live this life. And I can only speak for myself. This is my truth. I don't want to live this life Praying, confessing the word of God in all of that. And he say, depart from me, 